Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have Quincy on, and we're going to be talking about hourly from AMS. AMS is Alexander Mann's solutions, obviously. Um, but we're going to be talking about one of their uh, products, actually, that's called hourly. So we're going to be talking about the use case. So, uh, Quincy, would you do us a favor and introduce yourself and introduce uh, hourly? I'd be happy to. So yeah, my name is Quincy Valencia. I'm the head of product innovation at AMS. Uh, Our first product in this division um, is called Hourly. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, I've spent, uh, oh gosh, I've been in this this space, the TA space since the late 90s. And in that time I've served in every capacity you can imagine. So certainly I've been the candidate, I've been the hiring manager, the recruiter, the TA leader. I've been on the vendor side of tech. I've certainly been the buyer of tech. So uh, you name it, and I've been there. And what we've, we all kind of share here at AMS is the, has been the frustration that over the years, we've added more and more solutions to the toolbox uh, for recruiting and particularly in this hourly space, but we still haven't made it better. And so a few years ago, our, our managing director, Jerry Collier, and I set out to um, to do something about that. We had a fabulous CEO who's now our chair of our board who said, stop complaining and go do something about it. And so we put a business case together based on our you know, years and years of experience, not just ours, but the 4,500 people at AMS um, to say, what, you know, what are we missing? What has been introduced? Why do we still have the same frustration? Um, we talked to uh, leaders in the space, recruiters in the space, candidates. We actually commissioned market studies to talk to candidates or potential candidates in the space and came up with uh, a basic set of design pillars for a new product, put a business case together uh, and AMS, I don't know, um, took pity on us and wanted us to go away or realized the, the, um, how good the investment could actually be to have another tool in our kit to help our clients and other clients as well and thus was born um, hourly. So really excited to bring that to market. Cool. Uh, first of all, the, the origin story is fantastic. Where, so what does hourly do? Uh, hourly is an end-to-end conversational hiring experience for the hourly worker specifically. So as we know, um, most of the things that exist out there, there's certainly some, some point solutions that address the hourly space, but most of what we know out there um, exists for the professional space. Almost every APS was designed for professional. The processes where people have developed them have been designed for the professional hire and so on and so forth. And the truth is we don't address this market in the same way or we shouldn't. Um, The same tools are not applicable. The way they search for jobs candidates in this market is not the same. What they're looking for is not the same. How they go through the process is not the same. Certainly the speed of hire that's necessary to keep the candidate interested and as a company to get that person on board before my competition does is not the same and so on and so forth. And so we have designed a product specifically for the candidate, the hiring manager and the recruiter. uh, If there is a recruiter involved, it's actually designed to be a recruiterless process. Um, that addresses that high volume hourly specific candidate and market um, directly. I love that. And I love the phrase conversational hiring experience. Uh, kudos for that. Just 
because I just love that phrase. Um, inside this, obviously, inside hourly, I'm assuming mobile first. Um, what elements of that experience are we thought are we uh, are we talking about right now, and what's on the roadmap? So screening, scheduling, interviewing, etc. What do you have in there, and what's what's coming? So it was really important for us that as we looked at this, um, that we're addressing the needs and making it easier for the candidate, but also making it easier for the hiring manager on the other end. I mean, often if you look at this space, um, the hiring managers, they're not, you know, recruiters sitting at a desk who are trained in how to recruit. So where do you go to post a job? How do I even post a job? How do I open a rec? Um, how do I interview? What do I do? And so we wanted to kind of take all of that and make it easy and intuitive uh, on both sides of the desk, the candidate side, the hiring manager side, um, to get them through the process um, as quickly as they possibly could. And by process, we really mean sort of end to end. So it starts with programmatic advertising. Somebody has mm-hmm. a record they open uh, in the ATS. It comes to us. So the ATS is still part of the process here. We understand sure. the importance of ATS for compliance and record keeping, um, right. but not necessarily the, the workflow. So they'll open a rec in the ATS. It comes to us and we uh, go to market for them. Um, it's such an important piece, this candidate attraction piece, that I actually have a leader for candidate attraction alone. Um, so it starts with programmatic, but we actually are looking at retargeting those candidates that have already applied, uh, that didn't get the offer this time. Um, we're looking at remarketing to them and so forth, and it's all directly in the platform, and it's completely automated. Um, so it starts with programmatic. The candidates come into the system, <clears throat> they go through a conversation, um, it is it, it flows like a chatbot at the front. So they go through a conversation, they are screened, they are assessed. Um, the two pieces of our system that we did not develop ourselves, uh, the code for are programmatic. We do have a partner there uh, in Jovio. And then the assessment, we have a partner there in Tradeify. So they go through, they apply, they are qualified, they assess, um, they schedule themselves into an interview time that the hiring manager has already put in and they show up. We take care of all of the communications. It's all automated. It's also tailored to that candidate. It's personalized based on their own personality profile. So it's not just generic. Um, We communicate with them however they choose to be communicated with. So whether it's text or email, whichever they prefer. Um, And we take them all the way through that process. The hiring manager on the day of the interview, the only candidates that they're seeing are those that have been fully vetted or qualified and have scheduled in. So there's no going through and saying, I have 500 applicants. How in the hell do I know which one should I bring in? It's a minimum qualifications job. So we're doing that for them uh, on the front end in an automated way so that they know when the candidate comes in, they've already been vetted. They already meet, you know, not just the pre-screen, but also that candidate profile of who's going to be most successful in their job. And all they have to do is pick up their phone or go on their desktop and say, oh, here's so-and-so. They showed up. Let me interview them. Their profile is right there on the page. There's no uh, application in the sense that we're only collecting information as we need it. We don't point. I don't care where they live. I don't care what their address is. I need to know if they can do the job and if they'll, they'll work the shift. So the hiring manager goes in. We also are suggesting questions to that unskilled, untrained hiring manager in many cases um, to say, hey, you might want to probe here. Here's a question you could ask. And here's something. Here's uh, an example of what a good answer could be. And then goes all the way through to the hire. So with some of the other screening, like if uh, if they wanted to in the future, if they wanted to add drug testing or reference checking before they interviewed the person uh, down the line, could they do that? 
down the line they could. So right now we don't have an, right, like right. I am, um, I implemented onboarding software for a large part of my oh, career. And is yeah, I know I deserve awards. <laughs> um, That's um, hazard pay right there. <laughs> no kidding. But yeah, as we know, onboarding is a beast. So we've chosen not to get in there. We do actually have, that's our th- one more partner that we have. We don't, we integrate with them, but they're, it's a separate partner entirely. Right. That we take care of some of that for them. But for the most part, that's not our bread and butter. That's really there just as a convenience um, for our clients and at a pass-through cost. We're not, we're not, um, you know, making any money off of that, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> well, what's cool about it is it's a system that you can add more and you can see different customers for different jobs using different things that they want to. So screens, you could almost see like a, you know, checkbox of, well, what do you want to screen for? Is it behavioral personality? Like, what are you, what are you trying to, you know, I mean, Hogan has an assessment that's a safety assessment, which I, I took one time, which I yeah. thought was fascinating, which was really a personality assessment, but it basically it was, are you more apt to be safe <laughs> or, or right. less, less apt? And I was less apt. So I know. There's two things I didn't say, cause I get really excited and I can talk about this all day, but we talked at the very beginning at the intro, I was talking about the speed at which a candidate needs to get through this right. process. Right. And we're completely engaging everything from the first time they click on apply, they'll read a job description through the time they're self-scheduled in about six minutes. But the other piece there, because you don't want it to be completely right impersonal and completely robotic. We actually have humans behind the platform. So we've all been stuck in chatbot hell before, right? Where you're in there, you know, I said, no, please. (laughs) Stop. It hurts. (laughs) I'd like to say that you'll never encounter that with that part of our system, but that's just not true. I mean, we're using sophisticated technology and our, you know, our system continues to learn over and over and all the same things. But the truth is you're going to get stuck sometimes or you just need questions. So our system is designed to, um, first of all, detect that frustration. If you ask something twice or say something twice and our system's like, I don't know what you're talking about. It automatically pings a support advisor, a live human being in the back end to pick up that chat and take it over in line. There's no let me call you. There's no anything. And there's no wait. Um, it's immediate. You're right in queue and you get right picked up so that a human can get on there and say, hey, it doesn't look like we're answering your question. Uh, I'm going to help you. What can I do? And they can help shepherd them through that and keep that cool. candidate from dropping off, which is a huge process. And yeah, that's especially, especially in the hourly. Yeah. Yeah. And the same level of service for your hiring managers as well. So we said, you know, they're on a, they're on the floor. Um, they're walking around trying to make sure their production line is running or that the, right. they have enough lanes open at the front on the cashiers. They don't have time for that. Um, so they can straight from their phone or their tab, whatever their device is, they can say, hey, I don't remember how to do this. Can you help me? Um, and yeah, somebody live will help them. So that's that extra uh, you know, level of support that we have to kind of keep that human in the process as well. That's, I love that. For all involved, again, back to conversational hiring experience, there's an experience for all those that are involved of being managed. So on, on the front end, you start with a, a rec. Um, do, do you have plans at one point to make sure that that's a quality, you know, garbage in, garbage out, right? So if someone puts in a rec and it's not, let's just say great, because you've done this for a while, we can we can be honest. Uh, let's say someone just went into color, you know, career builder, cut and copied something, you know, and slightly changed it, and then they add that. Is is at one point will there be kind of a qual, not a qualification, but a quality assessment there to make sure that they're putting good things into the system at the front end? Yeah, I love this question, and I'm so glad glad you brought it up. So right now, if you think about 
what we do and we're only addressing that hourly need. And so our customers right now are giving us a, a cutting out a portion of the jobs that they're recruiting for. We're not right. getting all of them. And so because of that, we have the privilege right now of knowing um, it, we're in early stage, by the way, we just launched last year. We launched our first client in October. So we're oh, early. Cool. We've got more, uh, three more in implementation right now, and we've got several more <laughs> signings. So, but the point of that is um, we only have a small portion of their jobs. So we know what we're recruiting for, what those job profiles are, what the locations are in advance before we activate. Um, part of the service we provide is, remember that head of activation that I told you about mm-hmm. who's so that we hired a person, you know, to senior level to do that. They're taking those those descriptions uh, and converting them into job advertisements, um, going through analysis. So, you know, for the most clicked through ads, you know, in this area for this type of job have X, Y, and Z term in them and you don't have any of that. So let That's me cool. rewrite some of this for you and so forth. So we're working side by side, side with our customers to make sure that when we go to market on their behalf, we have all the tools we need to make them successful because at the end of the day, the goal is butts and seats. So let's yep. make sure that we're helping them get that and not just inserting you know, automation over a crappy process. Right. We're job, bad job descriptions, we're helping them through. So on, I'm assuming just, just as a, as a rollout, I'm assuming that this is for AMS customers only, but at one point, maybe this becomes kind of not a spin out, but becomes something that could be sold to potentially folks that aren't AMS customers. Is that? That's actually, that's actually opposite of truth. Um, all the customers, <laughs> nice. All the we are separate divisions. So we're an entire product division. Okay. Um, we, it's interesting. I don't know. You, it was funny in the intro, you said AMS, which stands for Alexander Man Solutions. And interestingly, it doesn't anymore. As of last week, we're rebranded just to AMS. Just AMS. Um, I had heard that that was coming. I yeah, just didn't know because you know how it is with 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 acronyms or or things that are abbreviated. I wanted to make sure that people knew. But so y'all are y'all are for now, f- you know, forever now going forward as AMS. You got it. It's true. It. And the, cool. The importance, the importance of that is it was funny that rebrand was was potentially going to happen some time ago, and then we got a new CEO, and then. Uh, COVID hit and all the things that happened in 2020, but hourly actually made it to market with some of the new branding and some of the new mission and uh, look and feel before the rest of AMS. So our look and feel of our old website looks like the new AMS uh, brand admission, um, which is important because part of that, what was propagating, or not propagating, what was precipitating that um, was part of it was this new division. It's a product division entirely. So hourly is the first product um, we will have a suite of products. There will be more. And it's straight in-house grown software um, that we're putting out there to help uh, propel the business as we move forward and, and continuing to stay ahead of the competition um, in the market at large for all of AMS. So our first customers are actually not AMS RPO customers. Our first customers are actually completely new to the AMS um, business portfolio. That's net new for those at home. That's cool. Yeah. I like, I mean, actually, I like that a lot. I like the product you know, part being separate and being able to put on lab coats and build what they need to build for the marketplace. And obviously you'll partner as you have with hourly, you'll partner where you need to partner uh, because you don't have to build everything. Uh, Can you give us a glimpse as to what's next maybe? Yeah. So 2021 is completely focused on, um, well, majority focused on candidate experience. So some Mm -hmm. of the things that I talked about um, where we want to, well, so one of our building blocks is to eliminate waste and process and wasted wasted time, wasted, you know, money. It always comes down to money, right? So right. Don't, wasted data, don't collect data you're not going to use or that you don't need. 
Um, and so part of that, uh, that I'd mentioned it before, is we're not only going straight to market, we're taking those candidates that we've already paid to acquire uh, and retargeting and remarketing to those candidates as soon as a new job comes open, you know, in that space. So for whatever reason, they didn't get the job, they didn't take that job, we're retargeting to them. Um, we're building upon that. So how do we take what we already have and continue to build upon how do we get those candidates to come back in? How do we redirect them to another job? So say I'm in a, I'm in process and all of a sudden um, I applied for a role that you have to be 18 and they're not 18. Rather than just say, oh, well, sorry, too bad, so sad. We're, our technology is um, gonna say, well, we hate that you can't have this role, but here's three other roles that seem to meet your, you know, meet your, your needs and your preferences. Would you be interested in these? So how do we keep them once we get them? Um, and we're expanding upon all of those things to do it again in an automated way. So it's that retarget, it's recall. So if you had people work seasonally, let's automatically recall them next year if they were successful. And <clears throat> refer is also going to be in there. So all of those things are how do we get candidates into the ecosystem? How do we keep them there once we've paid to acquire them? And once we've taken the time, and just as importantly, once they've taken the time to show interest in us. Um, and that's a huge part of what we're developing in 2021. All uh, sorts of things around that. And they'll all be bespoke uh, things. I'm assuming people can buy what they want, what they need, and then maybe they can buy a suite if they want to buy all the things. Actually, it's all included in the cost of right now in Sweet. our commercial model. We're, we're, we are right now being paid based on results. Right. So all of that helps us and helps our clients be more successful. So yeah, right yeah. now for product one, everything we're doing will be automatically included as part of the base technology. Oh, that's nice. And you'll yeah. go to market as hourly and you'll just add those things to hourly. You got it. I love that. So uh, dumb uh, data question. Uh, does AMS have its own ATS and its own data or is it parsed out by clients or is it a combination of both? So in general, you mean? Yeah. No, AMS does not have its own ATS. I know some of the other RPO providers do. Right. Um, we do not. So this is our first proprietary product that we use. Right. Um, we also have the ability, we've, we are, um, through a partner, already have um, pre-built um, integration files. So we have the ability to do that already with several of the most common applicant tracking systems. Sure. So you can go back into their data uh, as, you, as you take on a client, let's say, you know, a, a large retailer, we'll just use blank names, uh, whatever ATS that they're using, you can then go back in look at their data and then retarget to some of that data. Yes, that's absolutely correct. Of course, you know, the caveat is limited to what the ATS is. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, have to, you know, we have to be able to get in there. But yeah, that's Again, exactly. garbage in, garbage out, uh, turns out. Um, yeah, that's exactly right. And, and then again, you store okay. their data for them. Um, and everything then at the end of the process is fed back into their ATS. Right. That they for can, compliance. Continue, you know, if they're on for compliance, right. And then say if they're, you know, they already have integrations with a background check or drug testing screener or whatever. Um, that can be kicked off still from their system, but in an automated way. So we'll feed those candidates back over in at the right status that matches what their statuses and disposition codes are uh, in their ATS already. So it's it's pretty seamless uh, and nothing really has to be interrupted. We, we cannot, well, we can, but we're designed to work with the ATS, right. not in competition with it. Yeah, um, we can work outside of that. And we certainly are, we actually are doing that right now for someone, but um, designed to work with the ATS. So, so last question for me is uh, you didn't mention it explicitly, but I'm, I'm assuming it's in your head or you are on the roadmap. Internal mobility in Howerly is also a problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no 
<laughs> news at 11 news <laughs> by the way it's a tuesday anyhow uh you know uh overstating the obvious but i mean you know i worked in retail uh growing up so i mean i i know how difficult it is uh 100 years ago at least um is is hourly do you think hourly is going to be something that can help solve that down the road it can certainly help. Um, yeah. We have internal mobility built out. That's part of what I talked about for our 2020 right. mission and what we're really expanding to make more robust than it is today. There's some things we can do now. If somebody applies and they, it's, it's, they, right now they have to indicate if they're an internal or a potential rehire, but right. there's a flag for that right there on the profile that the hiring manager will see first or the recruiter or whomever it is first. Um, we are, we actually, oh, this is breaking news right here, but um, AMS over the years has built its own um, suite of bots um, to do different things. So we have, and nobody really knows that because it's only been used um, with our existing clients uh, to, to make their processes more easier. But we have a, a, an, auto, a, an RPA bot and we have a scheduling bot and we have just all sorts of different bots that we've used that just aren't marketed externally. Right. And so we're in process right now of looking how we can utilize some of that technology that AMS already has that's bringing to the table um, to do some of the things that you're talking about. So what if, for example, um, someone's going through the hourly process, they indicate that they have worked before or are currently working for XYZ company and that would then trigger uh, a bot in the back end um, that's integrated with an HRIS system to go in and see if they are rehirable or eligible to move. Right. How valuable would that be? Um, because uh, huge. Yes. Right now, most people, it's, let's, I don't know, put them on pause. Let me call HR. Again, I love, I love some of the mission of hourly and is just getting rid of waste and inefficiency, yeah. which is, which is really nice. Quincy, I could talk to you all day, but you know, I'm sure you have a couple of other things to do today. Um, I'm sure you probably do too. <laughs> thanks for, thanks for breaking down hourly for us and AMS and the new yeah. branding. That's, that's all great stuff. Um, and, and also thanks for carving out time for the use case podcast. Um, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. And thanks to, to everyone else until next time. You've been listening to recruiting daily's use case podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.